You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you stories that remind us who God is and who we are in Him. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Podcast. And be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 4 of The Collected Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Biondo, and Merry Christmas! This is our last episode um, before Christmas, and we're not taking a break. Um, We'll roll right in um, in two weeks with our next episode as well, but it just happens to fall where we are off for Christmas, Um, but we'll still keep on our every other week schedule. Um, So I hope you're having a great holiday season so far and enjoying some cozy moments with family and friends. And this week, Week, I am so excited to bring you a conversation with Heather Crawford. She's an evening news anchor at First Coast News in Jacksonville, Florida, a seven-time Emmy award-winning journalist, um, and just a wonderful, wonderful woman of the faith of the, of the Lord. Um, so Heather, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much, Jess. It truly is an honor to be here with you. I'm so excited. And as we dive in, I was wondering if you could start with sharing a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. Well, I, I've always identified as a Christian. Um, I grew up in a house that, that loved the Lord, uh, went to church every Sunday. Um, but I'll tell you, my relationship with Jesus wasn't as deep um, as it is now. And I attribute that growth, that relationship, um, abiding in Him to the Bible, to digging in, committing myself to reading His Word every single day. And it was six years ago. I remember sitting in a doctor's office waiting for for the doctor to come in, and I was scrolling through Facebook, just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook. And I saw my friend Christina post, and she said, who wants to join me in reading through the Bible in one year? And I had I'd done Bible studies. I'd read parts of the Bible, but I never read the whole Bible cover to cover. And I'm very goal-oriented and very driven. And I said, I do. Okay, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to commit myself to doing this and I'm going to do it. And I'll tell you, Jess, when I first started, um, it took a lot of effort. It, it, it was a chore to every single day, first thing when I get up, spend 15 to 20 minutes reading the Bible. But as the weeks turned into months, that time with God, my quiet time with Him is something that I just craved and something I treasure. And now I will tell you, if I do not start my day by reading His Word, my day without fail is chaotic. It really puts your whole life into perspective. It shapes your day. The world tries to just suck us in. And God's word tells us it's our instruction manual, right? It's our roadmap to life. And so what a gift it is that we have this freedom to be able to read God's word every single day. People in other countries, a lot of them are not, don't have that opportunity. We have this gift that we can pick it up, read God's word any time of day, listen to it, read, you know, on, on apps or whatnot, but it's available to us. And so to take advantage of digging in. And so I committed to reading God's word cover to cover in one year and I did it. I finished the Bible and I will never forget what happened when I finished it. I closed my Bible and I prayed and I said, Lord, please just speak to me. I've spent the whole year, every day, starting with you, putting you first. I said, God, please give me a message. Speak to me. And I opened up the Bible with my eyes closed and I pointed to a scripture and tears just rolled down my face as I read Isaiah 43. It said, I have called you by name. You are mine. And then it went on to say that when you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames won't consume you for I'm the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And in that moment, I knew God was real, but I really knew God was real. Like God spoke to me. 
I have called you by name. You are mine. And I feel like that's the message he's put on my heart to share with everyone, to, to let everyone know that he has called you by name. So many of us feel like we're, we're not qualified. We're less than our past disqualifies us, but that's not what scripture said. God has called you by name. He loves you immensely more than we can even imagine. He knows how many hairs we have on our head. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And so in that moment, you know, that experience, when you experience God, and you know, that's not a coincidence. God had me look at Isaiah 43. He wanted me to know he called me by name. And I was like, okay, God, I'm listening. I'm yours. Use me. And and what I've seen God in my walk walk with God is it's not like, hey, here, Heather, here's the plan. Now go do this. Um, because if God knows if he gave me the plan, I would focus on the plan and not mm. him. He is giving me step by step by step, day by day, as I trust him more, as I grow more obedient, as I b- abide in him more, he is showing me the way each day. And so I finished reading the Bible in a year and I loved it. And I was like, let's do this again. And so I did it again and again and again and again. And so as I walk this out, he just, he's so faithful and so loving. And um, it has been amazing to see, see how he has moved. And I think back six years ago, just how my life is vastly different today than it was six years ago, because I have that faith, because I abide in him and because I'm walking with him in a relationship. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. And I love that you've continued to do it every year because I feel like I could read the same verse a hundred times. And then all of a sudden on that 101, like my eyes are open to something completely new. Um, So do you have any like specific stories about one of the times reading it when something new jumped out at you and just blew you away about either the character of God or his love for us or anything like that? Yeah, I think um, every time I read the Bible, it speaks to me in a different way. And that's because God's word is alive. It's alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And so when you when you read scripture, it applies to you in that season of your life. And so um, this year, reading Esther really has spoken to me. Esther was an orphan. And Esther was put in a place so that God could use her for a time such as this. And I think about, we look at our circumstances and we look at how where we are in our life. You may be going through a tremendously difficult time. Um, you may be going through a time of extreme favor where you feel like everything's going your way, regardless of whether you're on a mountain or in a valley, God wants to use you right where you are. Just as he used Esther, um, perhaps you were created for a time just such as this. And so I look back on my life and I look back at all the circumstances and everything I've been through, all the gifts he's given me and that he's used me as he's developed me as a journalist. Um, I've been doing news for 20 plus years. Um, and I started to hear this voice. I, I deliver the news every night and I'm blessed with a career I absolutely love. I get to walk alongside of people and share their stories. Um, and I deliver the news, but I, I, I've been hearing louder and louder that God's saying, I'm calling you, Heather, to deliver the good news. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the middle of the pandemic. You know, all of our lives were turned upside down. It was a chaotic time. It was a time where there was a lot of hopelessness in the world. And I read a book by Paula Ferris called Called Out. And the message of the book is that we all have a faith calling, love God, love people, but we also have vocational callings and that can change. In one season, you might be a teacher and one season, you might be a stay-at-home mom. It, it changes. And it was through reading that book while simultaneously studying God's word that my chains were broken. I realized my identity had become, I'm Heather Crawford, the news anchor. 
That's not who God created me to be. God's going to use that. But my identity is a child of God. Mm -hmm. And so the author offered to provide all the supplies for anybody who wants to do a book club. And I, I, I homeschool my kids. I work to midnight. I don't have a lot of free time, but my word for the year was being obedient. And I felt God nudging me to start a book club. I'd never even been in a book club, let alone lead one. And so I put on Facebook, who wants to join me in doing a book club? We're going to study this book called out. And I had a handful of women join us. And then after those six weeks, I said, God, I'll commit six weeks, one hour a week. I can do that. And six weeks was up and God's nudge was do another book, do another book. And so at the end of 2020, God's nudge was, Heather, keep going and lead the women through reading this Bible that has changed my life, the Daily Walk Bible. And I thought, me? I'm not equipped. I'm not qualified. I haven't gone to seminary school. I don't have training. But yet I'd read the Bible cover to cover over and over and over again. And we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have all the answers. I certainly don't have all the answers, but I'm obedient to God. And when he calls, I've learned to not worry about it, think about it, I do it. And so God called me to put on Facebook, who wants to read the Bible cover to cover? And so we started reading the Bible cover to cover with uh, a couple dozen women. And throughout the year, that grew, that grew, that grew. And then in 2021, it grew again. And in this past July, July of 2022, we um, started a nonprofit called Sisters in Christ International. And God has brought in women all around the world to meet weekly. We meet every single Wednesday of the year online as we study God's word. And so I have this whole community of women reading the Daily Walk Bible um, because my friend had posted that post on Facebook years ago. And I had done it and it changed my life. And I want to share that with others to say, you can read the Bible. It takes 15 to 20 minutes a day. And in one year, you will have read the entire Bible. And that's how can we live out God's call for our life if we don't know what his word says, what he's calling us to do. And I promise you, if you put in the time, the dedication to read the Bible, God will reveal himself in ways you've never imagined. That is amazing. And I love that you brought it back to the friend who made that initial post six years ago because we never know the ripple effect that our actions will have on someone else and the way it dramatically changes their life. Like when your friend posted that, she probably didn't think anything of it. And yet it's changed your life. And now you're changing the lives of so many women who are in this study. And it's just really cool to see, like you said, how our obedience will impact the kingdom of God in ways that we can't even begin to imagine. That's right. Because, and, and it's planting that seed, right? Yeah. Like we, it's the Holy Spirit that transforms hearts, that that changes lives. We're, yeah. We don't have to do that. That's not our responsibility. But it's sharing that good news, giving people hope to know that God loves you just as you are. He loves you right where you are, giving them that hope and that encouragement. God does the rest. He takes care of all that. But we're called to be disciple-making disciples. And so putting God first, it's making that priority. Is God first in your life? And, and when he is first in your life, he works all the rest out. We just sit back. I just sit back every day. I can't tell you how many times a day I say, but God. Like, there's no way this could have happened and this could have happened and this could have happened, but God. Mm, yes, it's so true. So as you've been digging into the Bible all these years now, what have you learned about the character of God specifically and you know, as you fall more in love with him, what does he continue to reveal to you about his character? I mean, you think of all who God is to us 
in whatever season we're in. He's our guide. He's our counselor. He's our healer. He's the great physician. He is my rock. He's my redeemer. He's my savior. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. He's my friend. He's my father. But what really stands out to me about the character of God is that his love is unfailing. He's full of grace and he's full of mercy. Every day is a new day. We might mess up today in a big way. We might hurt someone. We might do something that does not make us proud. But God's mercies are new every morning. And so just to know that he is a God of love. He loves us so much. I think about the love I have for my children and it's indescribable. And to know that God loves me more than I can even imagine that's the God who we serve. He he wants good things for us. And he's he's always there. He's there with us in the good times and in the bad times. He is with us every single step of the way. And I think if I had to describe him, uh, who he is in one word to me, he is my rock. He is my everything. He is my foundation. Um, and I'm just so grateful and, and thankful that he called me by name and he's called you by name too. And I think it's just, it's so cool when we have that relationship with God. I mean, he is real. He is so real. When I read Isaiah 43 and I, I read that scripture, I have called you by name. You are mine. I knew in that instant, God, you have called me. And, and one thing that I say that I encourage all your listeners to do every single day when I wake up, I say, God, I'm available. Use me to do your will. Not my will. It doesn't mean everything's going to go the way I want it, in the way I want it. But I ask God every single day to use me to do His will. Mm, That is so powerful. Listeners, I challenge you for the rest of this year and hopefully into next year, but a small attainable goal to do that every day between now and the end of the year and just see how it changes your perspective and I don't know, just this whole year. Um, that's so good. So I want to back up a little bit. You mentioned that, you know, you're a journalist and you do the news. Um, and so I want to hear maybe a little bit more about your journey with that and maybe some surprising doors God has opened along the way in your career as well. Sure. So I am someone who ever since I was little, I always knew what I wanted to do. I always wanted to be a journalist. I went to college for journalism. Um, I graduated. I got my first job uh, as the morning reporter in Montgomery, Alabama, three months after I graduated, uh, getting up at two o'clock in the morning to do the news. Oh my. And um, and and I, I love what I do. But along the way, my career became my identity. And mm-hmm. and being driven, I always thought I took pride. I am driven. I, I get things done. I'm a, you know, I can accomplish things. And then God has like peeled off these layers. Like the awards don't matter, Heather. What matters is the lives that are impacted. But what's super cool as a journalist is that I get to see people at their absolute peaks and also the valleys. But I see God working through all the circumstances. And so I I see the love that comes out of tragedies. I see the unity that comes out when people are experiencing heartache and pain. I've watched this little boy who was in this horrible fire that burned over 90% of his body, um, disfigured him, burned him. And I've watched him grow into an adult who's so confident in who he is and the love that he can share with others. That's that's life-changing. That's transforming to be able to watch that. Um, Drew Kahn is a young man whose journey I have followed um, for many years. He was in, he was an athlete, an aspiring um, athlete in his 20s. He was hit on his motorcycle and he was declared brain dead. 
This happened in Jacksonville. Doctors told his mom um, that he would never walk again, that he would never talk again. And Yolanda Khan, Yolanda Osborne Khan has the faith, um, a faith that I've never seen before. And she said, no, my son is not brain dead. My son will walk again. My son will talk again. And for more than 200 days, he was in a coma. And then one day he woke up and Drew is walking and he's talking and he truly is a modern day miracle. And so being a journalist, I get to be on the front lines and get to see I get to see miracles happen. I get to see how God can work in our everyday circumstances and in our extraordinary circumstances. And so it's been such a privilege and such an honor. Um, and, and I feel like all of my career has led me to this point in time right here, right now. Um, and it's just so cool just to, just to see how God, how God works it out. You know, I, I remember specific examples driving to work um, over the Heart Bridge in Jacksonville one day. And I said, God, please use me. And I got to work. And the phone rang and it was a young man who had been sexually abused. And he said, I got your phone number from a friend. Um, no one will listen to me. Nobody's sharing my story. I, I want to tell my story. Will you tell my story? And and what an honor and privilege it is to get to tell a story. And I know because I had prayed that day, God used me today to do your will. And that phone call came. And now when, now when people are put in my path, I understand, okay, God, I see. Okay, God, just show me what you want me to do. Give me the words to say. Um, and then the beautiful part with Sisters in Christ International, the nonprofit that we started this year, is that I do see a lot of, I do come and um, share the stories of a lot of people who are suffering heartbreak. They're just heartbroken. And before I used to be able to say, I'm praying for you. And I sincerely would pray for them. But now I say, hey, come join us. We have a community of women who are reading the Bible cover to cover. We will love on you. We will walk alongside of you. We will encourage you. We will lift you up. Mm -hmm. And so in this group, Sisters in Christ International, I have friends um, like Michelle Holbrook, who was one of your, your guests on this podcast, who um, lives with a debilitating chronic illness. She lost a son to an overdose. Um, and she's in this community with us. And she she gives us so much encouragement and hope. Um, they're just women from all different walks of life coming together and we're using our story. Nobody can challenge your story because your story mm -hmm. is your story. It's something personal. Yeah. And that test you've been through, that trial you've been through, that is your testimony. And so when we share this, it's just amazing how it can comfort someone. I believe that everything we walk through and we go through is so that we can help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I remember when we started Sisters in Christ International, um, thinking that, you know, we felt so alone during that time at the height of the pandemic. But when we started chatting and we started going into this Bible study, it was amazing. We all walk through mess and God can use that mess for his glory. And so it's just been so neat to see the stories through my career as a journalist and now through Sisters in Christ International and this Bible study. Um, it's just amazing. Romans 8, 28, how God works it all out. Mm. Well, what would you say, I guess, to that listener out there who's like, I still feel lonely. The pandemic's over and I'm still lonely and the holidays are so hard. What word of hope or encouragement might you have for them? So the first thing I would say is pick up your Bible. Mm. Order If you're wondering what Bible to get, we use the Daily Walk Bible. It's broken down day by day. It tells you exactly what to read. And the most important thing aside from that is being part of a community. I invite all the women listening to join our community of believers, because when you feel alone, that's a lie from the enemy. You're not alone. God is with you. And there is a community of believers out there who want to stand beside you. I encourage you, if it's not Sisters in Christ International, find a group of believers, 
be with people who are going to lift you up, who will will speak truth to you. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. I, I think you need to be in a community so that you can separate the lies from the truth and you can hear what God's saying. And I love looking at all of the people in the Bible. I mean, look at who God used in the Bible. I have a list of it. And it, when you think about this list um, and see if you fall into any of these categories, okay? Abraham was old. Moses was a murderer who had a speech problem when God called him to be his mouthpiece. Elijah was depressed. Joseph was betrayed by his own family and he was abandoned. Job went bankrupt. David had an affair and then had his lover's husband killed. Esther was an orphan. And then Paul persecuted Christians. And yet, despite all of that, God used them all. And so I think when we say, but you don't know what I've done. You you don't know what my past is. You don't know the circumstance I am. I would encourage you to think about it this way. Nothing is bigger than the cross. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nothing is bigger than the cross. The battle's already been won. So are you available? Are you letting God use you? And even if you don't feel equipped, even if you don't feel qualified, when God calls, he will equip you. When I started this Bible study and I started Sisters in Christ International, I was petrified. I do the news every night. That doesn't scare me. But when you're talking about souls, you're talking about eternity, that's a heavy responsibility. I didn't feel qualified. I still don't feel qualified. But you know what? It's not about me. It's about God and what God's calling me to do. And I'm going to do that and I'm going to obey him. And so I think it's not about the, it's not about doing some great grandiose thing. It's the little tiny decisions we make. Are you going to start your day today scrolling through Facebook or are you going to start your day spending those 15 minutes in God's word? Mm. Little step-by-step decisions you make every day, putting God first, making him the priority. That is what will lead to the transformation, the heart changes. Um, and that's what will give you a peace that surpasses comprehension. Mm, so how how do we join? How do you join? Okay, well, we have a brand new website, sistersinchristinternational.org. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That'd be great. And from there, you can find um, the Facebook group. We have an active Facebook group. We meet um, every Wednesday on Zoom from 12 to 1 Eastern Standard Time. And then we're going to be starting uh, small groups in 2023. So if you can't make that time, uh, we'll have other opportunities. But go to our website, sistersinchristinternational.org. And then we are um, having our second annual Brave Conference in Jacksonville in person. It's going to be June 16th and 17th. And we'd love all women who are listening to come and be a part of it. Um, about last, uh, this past first event in June was about getting equipped, putting on the whole armor of God and getting equipped for the mission in front of us. And this conference is really going to be focused on the mission field is right in front of us. Um, some of us are called to go overseas, to serve overseas, but a lot of us, the mission's right here. It might be in your home. It might be, you know, just encouraging or smiling or talking to the woman who's in front of you at, at the grocery store. God can use you wherever you are. You don't have to go some faraway place. He just wants you to lean in, to trust him and to do what he says. And if you're not able to join Sisters in Christ International, I highly recommend you still go to the website. We have a link to buy this Bible, the Daily Walk Bible on there. Um, and, and this Bible really really changed my life. Um, it, it has been transformational. And can I just share one more story about this Bible? Yes, of um, course. I, I'm here in Jacksonville, Florida, and I had read through this many times in 2020 during the pandemic. I had never read 
the who this Bible was dedicated to. And it said this Bible is dedicated to John and Diane Hoover. Well, as an investigative journalist, I wanted to figure out who John and Diane Hoover are. So I started doing some research. And would you believe it? Diane Hoover lived in Jacksonville Beach, 30 minutes from my house. And when I found that, I found her obituary and she had died just a few weeks before I had discovered that fact. And so I this this ministry um, that the, the walk through uh, the Bible ministries that publishes this Bible, I called them in the pandemic and I left a message and I said, I want the, the Hoover's family, their children to know how impactful this Bible has been to me, how it's changed my life. And it was during the pandemic. I'm sure they probably were working from home. Nobody ever called me back. Forgot about it. Okay. Fast forward to 2022. And I'm at the beach walking with my dear friend, Jules. And she says, I forgot to tell you. I was inviting someone to join Sisters in Christ. Um, and I was telling them about the Daily Walk Bible. And she said, how do you know about the Bible? They started a conversation. Would you know that the daughter of the man, so the book is dedicated to the Hoovers, and Mr. Hoover wrote the devotionals that are in the Daily Walk Bible, and his daughter lives right here in Jacksonville, Florida. She moved here a couple of years ago. She's my exact same age. We have kids the same age. And so God connected us, and she's now a part of Sisters in Christ International. And you cannot tell me that that was a coincidence, that I could oh try to find the children to tell them the impact, their family, the legacy they've had, and how it's impacted my life. And here they are, right here in Jacksonville. And she happens to go to the same church as me as well. So um, God's amazing. He yeah. is truly amazing. And when we look for those coincidences, which are not coincidences, I mean, you're going to be surprised at what you see, how God, I mean, looking back, it just all makes sense how God's weaved it all together for His glory. Yeah. And that story just highlights the kindness of God, too. Like, He doesn't have to give us these blessings and these surprises, but He does because He loves us so much, and He just wants to, like, shower His joy and goodness out on us. And Yes. Yes. I love I it. Receive it. I receive it, and I encourage everyone listening to receive it, too, because He, he is a loving God, full of unfailing love. Oh, that is so good. And I'll put links to the Bible and the website and the conference. I love all of this. I My parents live in Jacksonville, and I think my mom and I are going to have to come to the Brave Gathering oh, I love that. in June. Wonderful. That yes. would be so good. Um, so what are some ways, I know reading the Bible is clearly mm -hmm. one, um, that you continue to remain rooted in your true identity um, and not get you know pulled back into journalism defining who you are. Okay, so can I tell you about a new tool I just discovered? Absolutely. Um, so I, I'm reading a book called Get Your Life Back um, by John Eldridge, and he has this app. It's called the One Minute Pause app. And aside from the Bible, it has been one of the most transformational things I've done this year. When you download, it's a free app. And when you download it at the top, there's a 30-day journey, a journey to resiliency. And I am a doer and a goer. I have a hard time sitting and resting. And yet that's the rhythm that God calls us to do, to rest in Him. And so meditating on Scripture is something I wanted to do, but I don't make time to do it. And so this app, the One Minute Pause app um, and the 30-day journey, it takes about 10 minutes a day. You do it once in the morning and once at night, and you're surrendering everything to God. It's a it's a, a meditation that is based on scripture. And you say, God, I give everything to you. You know, there's those things that keep us up at night that 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 we're just carrying those burdens. And God tells us, cast your cares on me. 
give them to him and he will sustain us. And so through this um, meditation twice a day, meditating on scripture, it really has helped me release my worries, my anxieties, my fears, my burdens I'm carrying, releasing it to him. And so what I found is that my I'm really big on being intentional. You have to make that effort. God is stretching out his hand to you we have to be intentional in taking it and, and reaching out and grabbing onto it. And so I start my day reading my Bible. I'm in a community. I'm in several communities of, of believers to encourage me. Sisters in Christ International, when one of us is going through uh, a heartache, uh, a problem, we're there to encourage each other, to share wisdom, to share truth mm-hmm. with one another. I have a neighborhood Bible study I'm in. Um, I even started, this is something that anyone can do. Um, the kid, I have a, an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old. And last year, they were all the kids. Our house is kind of the hangout house. They were all running around playing. And I said to them, what would y'all think about doing a Bible study? Now, this is middle schoolers and uh, some high schoolers. And I thought I'm, they're probably going to laugh and be like, Miss Heather, we don't want to do a Bible study. And they're like, yeah, when, when can we start? And I was like, what? Y'all want to do a Bible study? And so last spring, you know, every weekend I would have just a, just a handful of kids over in my house. And we would sit down and have real authentic conversations about what God's word says. And, and how they can live that out. And that's something that anyone can do. Invite your next door neighbor, whether it's, you know, the, the woman who lives next door or kids in the neighborhood, invite them over. And just, I love talking about Jesus. I could talk about God all day, but sharing your love, your story uh, with kids, with neighbors, with friends, um, and giving them hope. We all have a reason to have hope. If you're depressed, if you're struggling, if you're trying to make sense of life right now, just know that God is in control. His plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. And he will never abandon you. He will never fail you. He will never leave you. He is always with you. And, and my life scripture is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I say that over and over and over again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So to, to go back to your question, um, I do several things throughout the day to make sure that God is always at the forefront of my mind. From reading my Bible in the morning, to be to talking to to my to my sisters in Christ to encourage me and and trade scriptures with me throughout the day to pray. Um, I, I try throughout the day multiple times to fix my eyes on Jesus. When I get down, when I get into a circumstance that isn't a circumstance I want, I I ask God, God, please use this for Your glory, and I take my eyes off my circumstance and I fix them on Him. Mm, that is so good and. You know, the theme of all of that too is just intentionality. Like we've got to keep our eyes focused on the Lord and set up our lives around that because it is so easy to just brainlessly go throughout the day and start scrolling on Instagram and doing all those things. Um, So that is so powerful. And listeners, I feel like Heather is giving us this really awesome and powerful toolbox to start off next year, start off 2023 building some of these habits and don't beat yourself up if you don't do it every day and, you know, give yourself grace, but start yeah. to slowly, you know, build things into your routine. And I think they can be transformational. Really, really. And, and give yourself grace. I um, take the advice of, of Christina, who was the one who got me into reading the Daily Walk Bible. If you get behind, that's okay. Give yourself grace. 
paperclip the days you miss and stay on track for the day of the year it is. There's also a podcast that will read this Bible to you. So if I'm scrambling around in the morning and I can't make time, I don't make time to sit down and read my Bible, I will hit play on the podcast and it will read me the daily scripture. Oh, wow. um, so there are ways and the and the YouVersion Bible app reads the Bible to you. There's multiple apps out there that will read the Bible to you. The important thing is being intentional and, and spending time with God every single day, even if it's for one minute, take that one minute and be all in focused on him. And as, as we start 2023, I want to encourage your, your listeners to do something that, um, that I've done every year for the past several years is praying about your word of the year and scripture of the year. Pray about that word that you, that God wants you to claim. And so I, I ask all the women in my Sisters in Christ Bible study, um, what's the word that God's put on your heart? Um, my words in years past have been abide, trust, obedience, and this year's fellowship. And it's interesting to see how God plays that out in my life. And when this year's word was fellowship, I was like, what, what does even fellowship mean? What is it? I see, fellow, I hear the word fellowship every single day now. And it's amazing how God knows <laughs> just the word for our year. But really meditate and pray about that word for your year and then claim it and live it out. Mm, that is so good. Well, we are almost out of time. So what did I miss? What's a final word of hope or encouragement or just anything that the Holy Spirit is laying on your heart to leave our listeners with today? I would say that God wants a relationship with you. He has called you by name. And so his hand is right there waiting for you to take hold of it and lean in. And if you're scared, if you're depressed, if you're feeling hopeless, God is full of unfailing love and grace and mercy. So be intentional. Take that step and lean into him. He wants a relationship. And today is the perfect day to start that relationship. And my final word is fix your eyes on Jesus. And you can do that by reading your Bible. Order the Daily Walk Bible and, and commit to spending the next year to digging into God's word every single day. And I promise you, it will change your life. It has changed my life in such a profound way. And I love studying God's word and I know you'll love it too. So I just encourage you to try it, try yeah. it for three weeks and see what happens and you will be amazed. I'm going to do it. I've never like read through the Bible in one year. I've never done that. I feel like at this point I've read most of the Bible. I mean, Right. I went to Bible college, and so we had to. I had to read it then. Right. But I, you have inspired me. I'm going to do it. So, listeners, if it. you want to join us, I will be doing it, and I will post updates and check in. And <laughs> And this will be my accountability. Uh, um, I uh, love it, Heather. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you so much. It truly has been an honor. Your podcast is a blessing to so many people, and I'm just honored to be here. So thank you for, for having me on, and I wish you all the best of luck. And I wish all the viewers out there a prosperous and wonderful 2023. What an amazing conversation with Heather. I'm so excited to read through the Bible and um, just waiting in anticipation to see what new things God's gonna reveal about who He is and who I am in Him. Um, and hopefully it'll provide lots of new fresh insight for the podcast as well. Um, I'm excited for what we have in store for you next year on the show. I've already started booking guests into 2023. And man, God just keeps blowing me away with the people that he provides. I 
I love recording this every other week, and I hope you enjoy listening. If you do enjoy listening, um, maybe consider adding us into your year-end giving if you have some extra money to give. Um, or if you'd like to work it into your budget, it is such a huge gift and blessing to us. And um, I'm just so thankful for everybody who gives each year. Um, it, I mean, we couldn't do this without without your generous gifts and keep it ad-free, uh, which I really value. So uh, if you are interested in giving, you can go to collectedministries.org slash donate. And any amount is such a huge gift and encouragement to us. And if you can't give, that is okay. Um, maybe take a moment and pray for us. Pray for um, wisdom for me and our guests and our collected board of directors, just, just amazing group of women that God has raised up to support the show and to help with the direction. Um, so just take a moment and pray for us if, if you, um, if you don't mind. I, I really value that and appreciate that. And there is such power in prayer. Um, also we have our new line of merchandise posted. Uh, some apparel for you this year. So if you want to check that out, you can go to collectedministries.org slash goods. And I have to be honest that I've worn my sweatpants every single day <laughs> at some point. Um, they are, I think, the coziest, most wonderful pair of sweatpants I've ever owned. So if you also would like to enjoy the best sweatpants of your life, go to collectedministries.org and check them out there. Um, all right. So as I wrap up, just Merry Christmas again. And, um, you know, as we celebrate the joy and hope in the Christmas season, also take a moment to reflect on the fact of like how connected Christmas and Easter are because the whole reason that Jesus came and made himself human and left heaven for us um, was to die to redeem us and save us and free us from our sins and take our place. And um, when he died, there was, you know, a point where he was completely cut off from the Father and from all hope. And just the weight and darkness of that isn't what Christmas is about. <laughs> um, you know, and maybe that's not what we dwell on in the joy of this season. But I encourage you to, um, you know, in all the celebrations and the busyness and the hustle and bustle to take a moment, even if it's just like one minute each day between now leading up to Christmas, to sit in how much Jesus loves you, that He would do that, that He would leave heaven, that He would live life on earth as a baby and, and be a teenager and, you know, live this life ultimately knowing that the whole point of it was to die for us. Um, and just the love that is encompassed in that is so powerful and so beautiful and so life-changing. And that's what this season is about. Um, so, you know, wherever you find yourself in, if you're walking through a season of grief or loneliness or extreme joy, um, just take some time this season to rest in that and find hope in knowing that God loves you so much and what that really meant for his son. Because um, that's the whole gospel right there. And it's heavy and it's hard, but it's so beautiful and so freeing. Um, and I, oh, 
it just, it gets me, it moves me to tears. And so, um, you know, take some time this season to just thank God for what He's done for us and to recognize how loved you are, that the the King of the world, of all eternity, the God of the universe, the Creator would do that for you, knowing all the terrible things you were going to do in your life. He did it for you, and nothing you could do could ever be too bad where it wasn't covered by what Jesus did on the cross. Um, He covers all of it, and that is mind-blowing and so beautiful and so hope-filled. So Merry Christmas. I will be back on the 29th with a very special year-end episode. Um, But until then, please know that I love you and God loves you, and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries. 